left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the LFI Spotlight. I am your host, Chad Ackerman, and with me today is infielder Kyle Collette. Kyle, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. No, appreciate you coming on. We always get love hearing the stories from different people in the community. We were talking a little bit ahead of time. You've got a deeper connection than a lot of people to left field. Give us a little bit of background. Where are you from? What do you do in, in your connection with left field early on with us? Yeah, so I'm also in Columbus where Left Field was first founded, U5, getting around, getting together and talking. <laughs> and so I'm good buddies with one of the founders, Steve, and I've known him for over a decade just through tennis, his family. And so, yeah, he's kind of one that pointed me into Left Field as I told him about all the mistakes I was making without having a community <laughs> around me. Right. No problem. We'll give a shout out to Steve. Credit for the referral <laughs> to Steve today. Thank you for that. But cool. Well, tell us about what you do and how you got into the investing space. I know you started on the active side, but is that all you do or do you have a W-2 as well? Yeah. So started actively investing just your typical small single families, small duplexes as I had a W-2. And then I went full time into teaching tennis for a while. And yeah, I just, I mean, I was kind of fortunate. Came out of college in 2012. And just slowly started accumulating before I started going pretty more full-time into active investing. Still do some other stuff on the side, but seeing kind of similar story to what you've talked about with a lot of other guests that have been on here, seeing how active investing really can be yeah. and trying to just kind of transition that a little bit into something that doesn't take quite as much time and energy. No. And even the passive side, we call it active-passive even because- yeah. At least to start, there's a lot of gaining no like, and trust relationships with people that are not passive or shouldn't be anyway. You should mm-hmm. be kind of active on the get-go. But I totally get it. That was part of my story. I just couldn't figure out how to scale in the active side because it was so active, especially while I was in the W-2. So yeah. you started on the active side, did some flips, some buy and holds as well, or were you just flipping yeah. at the time? Yeah. So we still buy and hold. That's our main Mm -hmm. strategy. But as of the last couple of years, haven't really tried to progress quite as much. Went pretty aggressively in 2016, 17, 18, and then I've slowly started selling some of those off. Time the market, just pure luck, nothing that we did. So still doing that. I mean, fortunate just because that did allow us to get to the accredited status, which has opened up a lot of these deals for sure. But I mean, to your point, it's like, I always tell my wife, it's like my mentality has always been like ready, fire, aim. And then that's what's caused a lot of issues down the road. When I first started trying to get into the passive and funding some flippers or yeah, just some other development deals that went south. It was my lack of being active, of doing my due diligence and not having that community around me to kind of guide me and keep me accountable and bounce ideas off of. Makes sense. Makes sense. I know you talked about some horror stories that 
you've come into along the way and that yeah. that kind of helped guide you. Edu- I mean, you probably learned a lot from going through those experiences as well, but can you share one of those stories with the group? Sure. Too? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I call it my tuition for sure. <laughs> and it's the go. worst when you're losing the principal. It's one thing if you're not getting the return you want, but losing yeah. the principal is brutal. But yeah, there was a guy like that. Basically it's like a lot of people I talked to had invested with, but they were similar to me. They didn't have a lot of information. Come to find out that one was a little bit more illegal than other deals that have happened. But that one was a big learning lesson. That was 25,000 gone. And then there was another guy that I had actually done a couple of deals with. He used to do just simple flips, funded him, always got paid. And then he ended up doing a certain like development deal that he'd never actually done anything like that before. And I just yeah. went off of, hey, the last two deals I got paid out on. And so kind of like trusting an operator that was doing a deal that they hadn't done before or doing a certain project they haven't done before also came to bite me. Yeah. And so these are both deals that hey, ended up chatting over with Steve yep. and he kind of explained some other things that he'd been doing and having the community around him. And I was like, yeah, that's what I need around me for sure. Hi, this is Zach Hapenstall, CEO and co-founder of Rise 48 Equity. At Rise48, we partner with investors like you to purchase large apartment buildings that we renovate to increase the value and create a profit margin for our investors through monthly passive cash flow distributions and profits on sale. We're a vertically integrated company specializing in the Phoenix, Arizona and Dallas, Texas markets with over 200 plus full-time W-2 employees who are focused on making sure your investment is taken care of. To learn more about Rise48 Equities multifamily investments, Schedule a call with me at rise48equity.com backslash invest. Hi, this is Ryan Stieg, one of the co-founders of Left Field Investors, and I wanted to thank you for helping to build one of the most unique and engaging communities out there. You've brought your own skill sets, experience, and knowledge to help create tremendous value in a community that we could never have anticipated. We're excited to hear the stories that each one of you have to bring through this podcast series and to be able to share with our podcast listeners. We want to thank you again for your tremendous value that you've brought to the community and to help it become what it's become today. Thank you, and we can't wait to hear your story. Yeah, we always like to say, don't be somebody's guinea pig when they're trying out some new space like that. You're proof positive why we say that exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, I can attest. That is definitely a good mentality. Right, right. So you like the idea of getting involved in the community. What helped you do kind of the transition from active to passive? What resources kind of brought you along that you used that educated you on it, got you comfortable to shift from that one side to the other? Or was it purely time driven and that kind of thing too? Yeah, I mean, time for sure. But as well as like the inconsistency that I see with my active, like even now, it's like we'll have several months that are phenomenal. And then we have a tenant that moves out, unit needs turn, we're not getting income, we're spending it. And looking at our metrics at the end of the year, like my return active versus passive is not always better. And sometimes it's not better. And then there's also that time energy that goes into it. And so going into a couple of these passive deals early on, just kind of see low minimums, realizing that once I've done all the intentionality up front of talking with my community, meeting with the sponsor, going through the deal, the time required is 
minimal at best. And then seeing that my return is just as good. And I just look at my bank account every month and you see, Hey, it's consistently hitting the account and I'm not managing a manager. I'm not managing a tenant. I'm not going over to pull the toilet. And so, yeah, that definitely the hump of like putting money into that first deal, that was hard. But now seeing what has happened over the last, I think my first like passive syndication was about 18 months ago. Okay. And seeing the consistent returns month after month after month, yep. seeing the depreciation now like coming through during tax season, I was like, this is just as good of active monetarily and then right. time and energy wise is even better for sure. Even better, yeah. And think of the time you have to pay yourself for your time. That's all back in your own use in yeah. other spaces, which is fantastic. Yep. There will be no greater feeling too than when the first one goes full cycle and you see I'm it excited. works and yeah, and you get that <laughs> capital back. In this economy, it might not happen as quickly as it was four or five years ago, but it is a great feeling when that first one goes. And mm-hmm. I enjoy every single one of them when they come, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that's cool. So you're into the passive side. You still got some active that you're doing, but what has been your focus on the passive side? What asset classes are you looking at and getting familiar with? Yeah, similar to what it sounds like a lot of you all had started with. We've gotten into several of the multifamily. We have one, a CRE fund, just with some mm-hmm. commercial real estate mm-hmm. with an operator that has a lot of stuff here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Couple funds as well. So I actually, I've really enjoyed, we've kind of diversified between either just like a set 10% return, getting yeah. like that good cash flow versus something to where we're getting more of the splits. And so I've enjoyed having that. So we're having consistent cash flow every month, but as well, we know that when some of these go full cycle, we'll see a little bit bigger return as well. And so I've just, every single time there's been a deal that's come up, every single one has come through LFI. Hmm. I know that there are people that others have dealt with and have had good success with. And then a couple operators, one I was able to meet in person, all of them I've been able to talk to over the phone. And yeah, like going off that, like just talking about the minimums, like I've always put the bare minimum in that I could just to try and diversify early on. I think that's great advice. It's been fruitful. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I preach a lot on the podcast that know your goals and that helps guide you as you're making these decisions. It sounds like you have that in a good form for you to pick. You want diversity of cash flow and equity. I'm greedy. I want both as well. You know, <laughs> I want to see it. I want to have the steady cash flow come in, but I want to see the big bumps when I can get them too. But I think that's what's interesting about the space. It's so diverse. You can find just about whatever yeah. it is you're looking for. And then you can still diversify your own portfolio on top of that because there's so many different offerings that yeah. I think it's a nice part about it. But it's also the good and the bad because there's a lot of shiny objects out there then that get difficult Very not to true. chase yeah, at times. But So it's a discipline game in my mind too. But Yeah. And I feel like that's where the forum comes in handy. It's like, I see one of these deals, you hear them on a podcast and you're like, man, that sounds amazing. And you chime in and you get some feedback right away. But like, yeah, like that's like, we've heard of these guys, we've done deal with them. They're great. Or hey, yeah. like, they might be talking a little bit more than they can actually handle. So it's definitely for my mentality of like, okay, let's jump in. Yeah, It's been very, very helpful to have other voices that are in the same space as well. Yep. Our community has grown enough and we always say join a community. It doesn't have to be left field, but join a community because we think there's so much value. I always like throwing out a new general partner name in the forum just to see. And if nobody's heard, nobody replies. Doesn't mean I wouldn't invest with them, but it always does give me pause of like, okay, our mm-hmm. population's big enough now. If there's no feedback on this, then 
that's kind of interesting to me. And then I just usually tell them, hey, I'll watch you for a while. I don't want to invest now, but let me watch you for a year. Send me your stuff and let's just see. But Mm -hmm. lots of good advice in there. Any other lesson learned or advice that you would pass on that we haven't kind of hit on already? I know we've hit on quite a few actually in this one already. Yeah. I mean, community (laughs) for sure. Getting the Mm -hmm. right people around you. And I think it's like also like we hear it a lot when you listen to other podcasts. I know like Bigger Pockets was always like my big one when I was first getting into the active side of things, but yeah. like truly knowing your why behind it. It's like, do I want to pursue something that's going to take more of my time or do I have other passions that I want to pursue and just have this like income that's slowly building up over the course of time? And so yeah. I think being able to clearly define the reason behind why we are doing this sort of investing yeah. has been incredibly powerful. My wife and I, we have a young five month old now. And I would much rather be spending time with him than going, you know, and putting up some drywall or slabbing on some paint or managing a manager. And so it's been really good being able to define that and then being surrounded by other people that are trying to pursue similar things and just learn and grow together. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's a fantastic goal to have. Congratulations again on the newbornish. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think that's great. It's funny that kids will give you a, a change of perspective to create a really good why, it seems like, too. Yeah. So yeah, for <laughs> good sure. for you. So you're in all this space. You're migrating into the passive side. What's in the future for you? What are your next steps that you're trying to get into then? Yeah. So one of the other reasons that we're trying to pursue more of the passive side of things, my wife actually grew up overseas, family of missionaries, and it's kind of been on our heart to move overseas and do ministry. And so we would love to be able to self-support ourselves. We're actually ideally going to be moving over to a Middle Eastern country here in Mm -hmm. under 12 months. Wow. So that's on the horizon. So we're going to training here next week. We'll be kind of going through all of those steps. And so in the meantime, we're slowly selling off most of our active portfolio and just going to keep putting it into these passive deals. So that's another big reason of our why. And so, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're going to keep kind of, we hear Jim talk about it all the time, but it's like, we hear dollar cost averaging in stocks. So it's similar mentality for us. If we have the capital, we're going to dollar cost average into what, and we're very conservative now as far as like, Hey, as long as we're not losing our principal and we're making a decent return. Great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, that's, that's what great. we're just going to continue doing. That's some fantastic future goals for you. That's awesome. I look forward to getting you back on here in a few years and see how all that went, maybe kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it goes well. We just have nothing yeah. but positive stories from that point. There you go. There you go. Well, this is great, Kyle. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. A lot of good tidbits in this one. I'll recommend people go back and go through this one again a couple of times because there's a lot of good advice in there for new people and veterans to listen to. So appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thanks so much, Chad. I appreciate the time and I appreciate everything LFI has done for me and my family for sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you to those that tuned in to listen today. We appreciate that as well as always. And we will see you next time in the spotlight. Since you are here listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're investing with a group of people. Whether you're investing with family or friends or like-minded people in the left field investors community, group investing is a strategy that can get you into more deals, help you diversify, and go beyond what you can achieve by yourself. Before TribeVest came along, it was difficult to overcome all the hurdles associated with group investing. It was basically a strategy reserved for the wealthy. Not anymore. Now, TribeVest helps your group with everything from incorporation, collaboration, banking, and equity management tools all in a single place, so you can focus on building wealth with the people you know, like, and trust. 
I'm using Tribest for all five, now six of my investor tribes. It's a game changer. Check them out at tribevest.com. Visor provides investors with a secure platform that displays a comprehensive view of all of their holdings on a single holistic dashboard. From real estate syndications to private equity, crypto to traditional investments with AI-driven, unbiased, honest insights to maximize return, Visor is your one place to rule them all. Automating performance tracking, projecting future cash flow, analyzing all your financial documents, and much more in one powerful solution, making it easy to follow the money. Sign up for a free 30-day trial now at Visor.co. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.